You are right. One of the most stupid humans I have ever met. Well, get me in the book. Uh, 3-2-1. Hello everyone, welcome to the D-Trout Spinners podcast with Miles Bunnell and Gary Forrestal. Bloody hell, man. How long Hello. has it been since we've done a podcast? Hello, Miles. Hello. Um, it's been, I think, well, we did the live stream that went down well, that we both enjoyed a lot. Um, then, oh, did we? Uh, <laughs> yeah, apparently. And no, it's gone down well. It's like our second biggest ever viewed video on YouTube. Check it out. Play it out loud in about 400 people, 450 people know what's in it. Well, that, more of that coming up later. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm right, but yeah, it's uh, it's good. It's good to be back. Good. To, so, what have you sun, been doing? It's good to be back. I was doing my uni work. I got it done. Got it sorted. That's you know, a lot of people. Did you get an A plus? I haven't got the mark back yet, mate. Oh, what are you hoping for? An A plus. What is the end game of all of your studies? If you don't know, listeners, um, Gary is studying a PhD in uh, something. Uh, people, poor people, and bad it's things that happen to them. Nothing like that at all. I'm not even going to go into it. But what is the end game anyway? When is all this going to be over? To keep doing more courses and hopefully die on one of them. And then that's it. And then that is that's the end game. Just so I'm not working for is the rest this, of my life. Can I benefit from your success in uh, the academia world at all? Is there any? Well, how, world... would, how would how would you benefit, Miles, from my? Success? I could be a research subject. I could um I could commission no. something. Unethical, unethical, because yeah. you know you're too easy, easily led, easily manipulated <laughs> as, a, as a participant. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll come to you if I need someone um, who loses their wallet a lot. Yeah, because it is about fraud. So do you have to wear the waiter's fraud. outfit again? Mister <laughs> 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 Blobby. Yeah, um, um, it is cold now. Are you noticing a little chill in the air now that we've hit autumnal weather? I, I have. I have transitioned to big coat. Your big so coat I've gone now. From, I've gone yeah. from, you know, this hoodie that I'm wearing or T-shirt <laughs> to, and shorts that I'm wearing now. I went, yeah. do you want to see? Do you want to see my shorts? I'll show you my shorts. Uh, I didn't need to see them, but thanks anyway. All right. It's my leg. <laughs> it's like the big right. Lebowski at your house, isn't it? Is it? Without, without, the, without the cool vibes. Oh, okay. That's the only thing that they got Yeah, them. <laughs> You're not the um, dude. You're more like the... I can't the, think of a word now. <laughs> frat. Um, yeah, Mars uh, Mars doesn't like wearing shorts, even in hot. I am wearing shorts I've, now. I, look, no, okay, but you don't like wearing them out. You like I you don't mind. Uh, very... something about your knees. I just get like bit, his uh, knees being seen. It's not. My, I've got enormous calves. When the when the gods bless me with this, bod. Yeah, you know that's a that's a that's a good thing. Is it? Yeah, but I've, there's yeah, no reason be... why my calves should be this big. There's just no reason they should be that big. And it freaks me out. I don't do any exercise and they're just pulsating masses of muscle. Oh, this I is, like, this is such a humble brag. Like, it's, it's, yeah, but it's not about because the rest of me is is blubber. So it doesn't, it makes no difference at all. Anyway, have you put your heating on? <laughs> that was my question. Uh, I have had, yeah, my heating has been on. It's not on right, right now. Would you, but, would um, you have it on a one, two, three, four or five? No, it's on a temperature. So it's uh, degrees Celsius. So I, I often put it on about only 12 and something yeah. comes on if it's really cold, but sometimes 14 now. And it comes on when it, if it's 14 it, or under 14, it comes on. 
Wow, interesting. interesting. <laughs> put, put this put this right at the beginning, like the first thing they hear. You know, when we've got a little hook to keep. I know. Fourteen, I've and not... then fifteen in the summer. It just freaks me out. Like, I t- it's just this this year's just absolute flown by, and I'm I've got I'd like the, the heat and mysteriously turns on. Well, my girlfriend put it on. I was like, I'm someone that likes to sleep with all windows wide open. Yeah, like, I, I like the I fresh do. air. Yeah, I, I like do. the fresh air, particularly when I'm having a cigarette as well. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's exactly. But <laughs> like, like, well, Mark Miles so, says it has to have a shower before bed as well, so it's all sort of fresh smell. It's nice, nice. I fresh don't get. Everyone doing. should have a shower before bed. It makes you feel good. It make, it prepares you mentally for the the sleeping journey you're about to go on. She has got into your head because I know you don't believe that, <laughs> and I know you're doing that because of her. Hey, so. look at this. What am I holding? It's that poppers jar of poppers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a conker. I got so nostalgic the other day. Did you ever play with conkers? I was in the park and I was just picking them up and I was just like, I just love the feel of a of a of a conker. They're so smooth. It's nice. Did you ever play with conkers at school? Yeah, I did, yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah. I put vinegar on them and baked them and all that stuff. Why do you put vinegar yeah. on them? Because it makes it them stronger, apparently. Apparently. Oh really? It's myth. Maybe it's a myth, but yeah. So I think what are things that kids are gonna lose out these days? I think the novelty of playing with conkers on the playground on a piece of string and whacking them until you break the other thing. I just don't think kids are doing that these days. They're more interested in their yeah. Mario Kart and uh so are you heroin <laughs> yes yeah, yeah no I t- no I, t- I think they are still playing because yeah i'd say i hope they I, mean, I hope they do should we, should we go to a couple of primary schools and just sit outside watching like because <laughs> i mean no, no, you know no. yeah, sure you with a not, big sack of conker no. i'm sure you're roasting your conkers on a my big sack fire. Of what yeah oh god <laughs> yeah. No, um, that's hey there's loads of stuff that's been going on in the, the world of rsk of which we are intrinsically tied to uh i went to london i uh, well i've I went to London. I live in London. I went to Oxford Street to do some shopping. Basically, my trousers had split right on the crotch. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, again. Street. So I went to Oxford Street just to buy these new trousers because I buy a particular pair of trousers that aren't, I, I can't oh. wear jeans anymore. Anyway, I walked past the Palladium and that's where um, Ricky Gervais is going to. And oh, was everyone... his, was his, was the headline like, did it say Ricky Gervais? Yeah, he, like, so he's doing say... a. Um, He's doing a residency there for a bit. Yeah, there was loads of people so excited. And I was reading just a few of the reviews on Reddit. I mean, they're, they're all pretty, you know, hating on Ricky. Mm. But they were saying that people were laughing after every single joke, you know, just slagging off different minorities. And it's just like, really? Oh. I mean, I that's that's the review of one of one particular person but i'm sure loads of people enjoyed it if you if you listeners have um went to show i'd love to hear what you thought because it seems a bit of a it's been ages isn't it since he's done a sort of stand-up show and he always like i just i find it weird to race because i don't think of him as a stand-up at all no i do i quite like his stand-up that i've seen the some of it, it's good it's actually he's a good stand-up like the stand-up i've seen but as as with the uh, his work in general how it's gone downhill it started where well, it goes downhill i've only seen the early stand-up shows so maybe it's gone downhill like the rest yeah. of his sort of talent and career as we hmm. discussed before other things that are happening you've got Stephen merchants uh he's been plugging the offenders on twitter and that starts on the 25th of october on bbc one at 9 p.m and i think it looks mm-hmm. i'm so excited well. about watching it yeah he says seven strangers from different walks of life are forced together to complete a community service and christopher walken's in it and loads of sort of up-and-coming british talents are in it but it looks so well produced it's shot in bristol which 
which is you know Somerset way. I'm this so is like excited. his dream. I bet he had this idea in his head 20 years ago, and now he's finally think? realizing it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I do think he is the better writer and I'm I'm interested to see and actually have something to compare it against because obviously we had sick of it with Carl I've had afterlife with this and now this is you know Steve's baby and it's like um yeah it'll be so interesting. All and, had, yeah that's true actually it's a good point they've all had their own totally individual projects which is yeah. nice regardless of what we think of them we don't really like sick afterlife sorry but yeah it's nice nice that they've they've all their own Steve's the last building. one Steve Steve did his film. I mean, it's not like Steve's, you know, it's a big thing for Steve, this, but he's done a film already, you know, do you know what I mean? He's, yeah. he's kind of, he's, he's shown his, um, do, do you remember when we looked up his work? I know I said this on there before, but his, we looked up his net worth. I, I looked up his net worth, which is something I thought it would be about 6 million, 5 million, 70 million is his net worth, apparently. It's too so much, without it? Without offenders, so, yeah. <laughs> It is too much. Well, that it's number obscene. offends me for sure because I would like Ooh, a slice of that the, pie. Ooh, that's oh, that's at the beginning. Yeah, um, but Mars, you say about RSK. Why are we interested in the RSK? What is this podcast about? Oh, what are we doing? Why is RSK relevant? So, what we do on this show, the Detroutsmans with Miles and Gary, just get that in there. We like to take a look at uh, the past shows on XFM, but or broadcast between 2001, 2005, completely disparate from the podcasts and the guide tos and the animation. And so, we basically take a weekly look at each of the different episodes and we review them. We offer our thoughts in sometimes <laughs> excruciating detail and dissect yeah. them and hopefully you enjoy it and um you <laughs> relate to some of the stuff we're saying or maybe you're one of those people who go oh i've always thought like that and then yeah. we say it or, and then or oh i don't agree with that and i yeah, want to even complain. better Where's the fat ass complaint line? <laughs> oh, no, so you can get in touch with us either way because we like it when people slightly disagree. I, I will yeah. get, I'll destroy them over email, but you know, it's fine. But <laughs> the few times anyway. he does check into his email account, ladies and gentlemen, because he doesn't. I do check that. into Detracts but his email account. Yes, Don't you know, know if you do, I do all that. that. <laughs> Basically, anyway. all the all the backstage work is done by me. If you do, if you want to, <laughs> yeah, right. Checking the emails. No, uh-huh. I'm joking. It's not okay. No, Mars. thanks very much. This week we discuss series. 3 episode 2 broadcast on 8th of November 2003. Carl is in trouble with Suzanne after saying on last week's show that her haircut to make her look like Dave Hill from Slade. I'll put a link mm. to the original dis- show in the description and when you're ready you can come back and listen to us. <gasps> oh! We do the thing we want to? <laughs> That's really funny. Ainsley. So oh, Ainsley. Oh, yeah. Why oh. hello Jill! <laughs> <laughs> oh, check that Must out! By the way, that. if you whatever you, we talk about that thinking, too much, man. <laughs> if, if you know Ainsley Harry, you don't know who he is. You don't like him. You're not a fan. Check that little video out. Well, just, just, just see, I've been following. Ch- I've been following on Instagram, and he's just he's a treat. It's just a little bit of sunshine in your life. Where in what can often camp- be a very bleak world. The camp is straight, man. If he is straight, <laughs> I don't even know. But he I, is. I, I, he's got wife and kids. Matter. Yeah, no, lovely. So, so, so's Philip Schofield. Yeah. Anyway, let's leave that. Let's leave that. <laughs> you know, but, um, no, I'm not, I'm not criticizing it. I just genuinely didn't know if he was gay or not. I thought hey, Philip Schofield, great face cream. He looks the same as oh. he did 30 years ago. Oh, he's good. Yeah, it's good. What do you think of this episode, Gary? A bit grey. Um, yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's a really good one. I like the beginning of series three. I quite like the kind of first few episodes. However, this was a bit naughtier than I remembered. There's a couple of really naughty bits that are a bit cringeworthy. Like, I've always thought this. Like, you know, when, when they're talking about G-A-Y and he goes, yeah. do you know what that spells? And the way Steve, and Steve is just like, gay. Like, it's such a like, it sounds like what 
in the playground used to be we used to say oh, it shouldn't but school should it's such a light child it's i don't know yeah. i just don't like that bit and then when he says have you been ill and it's nothing yeah, serious oh, that is God. so naughty i, I think as he knew as as he was saying it he thought should i say this or shouldn't i say this i'm gonna say it and just see what happens yeah, I know, but I think I think it was it was Steve. Nothing Steve, serious. Yeah, Steve's has been, yeah, and that's Ricky says that, but like I don't like that. I don't because it's so <laughs> it's so bad. It is bad, but um, yeah. Other than that, it's interesting. They've got the world record chat, which is is funny. The uh, scary stretch turner. I was like that because he's called. <laughs> he's got my name, um, and obviously, <laughs> and and I would say this this show has the moment in it that I would say a lot of people's favorite ever moment on any show and you know what that is yeah no, it's, it's, so there's no point saving it for favorite quotes because it's too good but you know how do you spell that i will say this we've said this <laughs> a few things but this is genuinely true that was like it was so close between that and and d trout spinners that we went with yeah uh, as for the name of the show that genuinely was right up there how do you spell that but i think the apostrophe d it, it wouldn't i don't know it, it just complicates it so we go with d trout spinners which is equally hard to find or to yeah. google <laughs> Together, oh, anyway, together. No, if you're listening to this, you're one of the small minority that managed to find us through yeah, SEO optimization. We listen. We made it as hard as we possibly could for you. We did it. <laughs> we we did all we can so you to stop people us. listening. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We've done a great job. Um, <laughs> but that's good. The monkey news is good. I've rated it eight out of ten this week. But Ricky, actually, Ricky makes the monkey news great this week. It's, Ricky often does that with the segment. It'll be Ricky's input that makes it great. And I would say that the overflow from last week the overspill about the mondays and working mondays yeah like he's still on it so much and they just after they listened to carlin kez which is one of the best bits and you must just think what effort must he put in to wrote that to recorded it i know everything that he put and he's still saying oh you didn't do that monday oh you didn't do that you went in on another day so you're still taking the, the, piss, taking the, piss, the piss either way he, he's just he can't let it go and there's something he's genuinely angry about it's not not for entertainment but that's kind of it doesn't annoy me but it's just like oh get over it already i'm thinking but, but it's funny how quickly they do sort of go back and you know it always happens at the start of every season there's always a bit of conflict then it settles down it dies down very very quick which i think is a sign of a very good sort of strong uh, friendship because he says yeah a good show last week when it carl and then carl just goes brilliant wasn't it yeah 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 <laughs> and it wasn't brilliant because they no, all fucking they killed each other yeah but uh, i would say the start of series two doesn't start off with conflict actually they're quite sweet they're quite close there and the conflict comes a bit later yeah i i, I take your point but no it's good it's um it's it's not one of my favorites but i'd say they're all on form this week they're all they're all pretty they all contribute quite a lot steve sometimes steve doesn't contribute as much but i think i think they're all on form here it's just not one of my favorite shows but it's it's mm, decent solid listening do you know something i do like was carl does some improv with ricky when he does the uh you know the view in the house let's give us another bong yeah yeah family's yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. family's sick of living yeah. at butthole yeah. road and uh, he says oh i've got a lovely house here uh sir can i show you yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, show, show. Yeah, just and they and they, they carry out and it's like i'm genuinely quite impressed by carl there because he's just he jumps straight into character there's no hesitation there and mm. I, I don't think they do a bit of like role playing or improv until you know you get into the the podcasts and the guy yeah, too like where the, the, they like he can hold his own because well what character am i playing you know and with a kp plumbing or you know then the, the negotiator, the negotiator yeah. yeah exactly and he's very good but this is like like one of the very early things but he does such a good 
good job there. And there's a couple of really good sort of sketches in this show, which I like. For instance, the gun raid by three Saddams. I, I, I always find that so amusing. That's my favourite. I think I've said it before in the show, but that is my favourite Ricky and Steve sketch. I just think it's such Skit. a funny... Yeah, it, the, yeah, the concept's funny. Like the fact that it's a mask and, and like just the little things that yeah. go... <laughs> You don't want to make it? a political point. Don't want to make <laughs> it. <laughs> never mind, Robin let's rob Barclays, which will be kind enough in my favourite quotes. We've also got yeah. XFM in the community coming up, by the way, uh, everyone. So do stay tuned for that. Other moments oh, yeah. for you? And 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 our favourite quotes. Oh, oh you yeah. did say that. Did, kind of did sort of say that, you know. And we're, oh, are we picking two songs today? Oh, Christ, yeah, we are. Oh, for All right, okay. I better pick one. <laughs> Can I go with Celine Dion? Or is that? Too... I don't mind you going with Celine Dion. I like Celine. I might. I might. Do you know but, one um... of my most? Uh, one. Of, I'm so excited to get house right because one of the things my sister does on a Sunday is makes a roast dinner and listens to Celine Dion and Meatloaf, and it's genuinely like that's something I'm so excited about getting a house. So always just, those. People it's always those only... people. Well, it can be it, it, like power ballads is a broad genre, so it could be anyone really, but it's usually Selena's, who's a beautiful Sel- voice. She, oh, she's a good she's a good singer. Now I'm telling yeah. you that that she's a good singer. Now, I looked up a bit about uh, Gary Stretch Turner. Now, my God, if this is I think it's real. Like you wouldn't believe he's got like these bald bald you know bulldog clamps just pulling his skin away. Like and his face is like about this wide, literally. Can you? I see. You can see. Oh my God, that looks like the, the scene from Brazil with the stretched yeah. face. I wouldn't know, but um, that is Gary Stretch Turner. That's his actual, an actual, that's not a, a mocked up photo. I mean, I have to say, like, if it's getting to that stage in your life and you're just, when when did you discover you had that talent? Well, Gary Turner is a sideshow performer. He holds the current Guinness World Records for the stretchiest skin, caused by a serious form of Elhurst Danlos syndrome. So he's really oh. made most of it. Uh, <laughs> let's see. So he started performing, uh, it doesn't, doesn't say. When, it, so when Gary born, does some research. <laughs> When he was born, his midwife only mentioned that he had loose skin. That was the only clue of his condition. That's the end of the article. <laughs> loose oh, skin. So he really is like um, loose. He's he's still alive, aged forty nine or fifty. It doesn't know. It's not sure. He's forty nine or fifty. So how long was he? So that was twenty so years ago. Been... So what, he was in his twenties. He started when in October 1999 in LA, he stretched his skin on his abdomen to a total length of 6.25 inches, earning him the record. God. That's as long as my finger. <laughs> Have you got a ruler, Rick? <laughs> yeah, good, good reference, good. Oh. He, also, um, he was a member of the Circus of Horrors in 2005. Now, that would be good for Carl. Oh, circus yeah. of horrors. <laughs> what else was that? Do you have any um, weird party tricks that you do? Um, I can flare my nostrils like in a way that other people can't. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> I just have those muscles in my. Uh, I'm not not boasting, but I just have these big muscles in my nose. Whatever. I can just. Yeah, I always used to do that at school. I always used to do like um. I can make my neck look like a tur- tur- turtle, a turtoise. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really. It just looks no! like a, you look like Deirdre. Yeah. Oh, dear, or dear, so maybe that's my Patrick. Look a little bit like Deirdre of Coronation Street. Yeah, Deirdre. Or dressed her soul. You know Deirdre's mother. <laughs> yeah, that is more Blanche. my. That is Blanche. Blanche. That is more my personality. To be fair, I think so. <laughs> well, your energy levels. 
Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about the statement that Stephen makes at the start, which Carl has never admitted that he was in the wrong? Yeah, I, that's probably true. I can't. I mean, I, he he does, but he's kind of he'll often if he's like because Rick is so like so forceful, either being funny or just angry when he when Carl is wrong. Carl doesn't. Act, Carl does this thing where he doesn't. He almost as if Rick is not talking unless he's really annoying him. He just carry. He just carries on. He plows on with what he's saying. He doesn't react to what Rick is saying, which makes the sort of those stories better. So. Yeah, it probably is. He doesn't admit he's wrong very often, but that's just because he just carries on with the story. Like the monkey news this week, he just said, you know, I'm just saying what's I'm just saying what's online, you know, doesn't admit he's wrong. But yeah, I, I don't know. Can you think of another time Carl's ever admitted he's wrong? Yeah, it might be one. I can't No, think one, I think you're right, because he's just got such belief in everything that he says, because it's usually led by he just wants it to be true. <laughs> Most of the time. Yeah. It's that wish fulfillment thing. I do think it's funny that when he says, um, Steve says on, on that subject of, you know, facts that may or may not be true. When Steve goes, please don't preempt it. Please, please don't preempt it. It's like he's sort of playing with the show structure that you shouldn't, you should never preempt uh, a monkey news reveal. Yeah. Because it makes but you think all... that it's like, it makes you think that it's made up, even though we know it's like there's a degree of fiction. No, I mean, or nearly almost well, all the time. Yeah, apart from the first couple, which were based on a grain of truth. But yeah, Steve often is saying, is in a position where he's saying, please don't preempt it, or words <laughs> to that effect, because he often sort of plays that role. Because Ricky's just so eager to get, but Ricky, like, to be fair, sometimes Ricky preempting it is funny, but there are other times Ricky preempting it isn't funny. And I don't think Ricky's got that filter where he knows which is funny and which isn't. It just so happens that in these days, some of it, because he was so funny, it is funny when he preempts it, it doesn't ruin it. But yeah, Steve plays that role, so it's kind of it's, it's <laughs> a role be- he was often playing. Well, the best preempt was <laughs> because Kirsty, Kirsty Morris, <laughs> and she gets slips it. No, no, no. Steve, because yeah. you know what's going to happen. Ricky goes out. I the know room. what's going to Rick- happen. <laughs> Ricky goes out of the studio at that point. I think oh, yeah. for that one, he does. Oh, it is actually not in the studio, and then All he right, comes Kirstie. back in because he's so angry. That is my favourite monkey. That's by far my favourite monkey news. <laughs> apart from maybe apart from. Um, there's no car at pump four, which I, I yeah. also thought. <laughs> he did mention the mascara. Right, <laughs> yeah, he did. Mean, and then she goes, she wasn't a looker anyway. That's, that's just the best. Just such that's an such insult. A good, yes. This woman, this woman, she's... Kirsty Morris, poor fictional woman. I, I don't know how I feel about the, the GAY, Britney... Gay, it's just the way it says sketchy gay. stuff. Yeah, gay. There's no funniness to it. It's not like, but, it's just, it just sounds like... Oh, but child. what that leads on to is the, you know, there's something about Miriam, and I do genuinely remember that show. That was on, yeah, that was I remember like, that show. It's just such a... What, they wouldn't, that you would wouldn't not have that get now. made to that. No, no chance. Like, I mean, it's kind of deceitful anyway. Like, that, I do get it. Like, But it was like the fact that the whole premise on that show was, you know, was it meant to be empowering for... Was it meant to show that you don't care about someone's looks? It's about their personality. When the big reveal was, well, she's still got a knob. Like, yeah, no, it's. it's I think the 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 point of the show was that to reveal she's still got a knob, and for people to be shocked, <laughs> the shock factor. I don't think it was like in solidarity with uh, transgender community. Like, it was. Yeah. It certainly wouldn't play with that. They wouldn't play with that, you know, in that way today. But 
Yeah, something about Miriam. I remember that. Oh. Yeah. Did, did what happens in the end? Because I the the winner sued like for it not to go out. I think out, so. Yeah, I can't really out. remember. I know that like they didn't go off and to to have this glamorous holiday. God, I have been watching some absolute rubbish telly. That I've been watching a uh, Married at First Sight. Do you know what that is? I don't. Uh, Bunch I of people are like cut their cast and they they're hooked, they're hooked up by professional experts. I don't in know America, what their credentials are. No, they well there is an American, then there's an Australian, there's a British version which is hilarious. They put them together and then they get married and then they sort of go on a you know they get to meet the family and you know spend time together and then at the end they decide if they want to renew their vows and you know stay together in and it's all proper like true but quite good quite a lot so of drama. like I was playing saying... with marriage marriage i don't believe in i'm not religious at all but marriage marriage should be a bit more sacred than that you know what i mean like but nothing sacred now though married. is it when in this era of you know social media it's just like i think everything's lost its value a little bit hasn't it that's a social yeah, media is. wedding basically like and that's and it's all know, just designed to like give them a profile on instagram like, i think i think one of the Could couples that i'd Could love to see you on that program i just want to so, see they, when they don't have any choice but like well, here he is <laughs> this is your, who we've chosen for you I'd, yeah. I'd i'd like to see you on tv peeling an orange i think even that would be funny to be honest okay <laughs> i don't know just it would just be amusing that, to me would it turn you on is that what you're saying oh absolutely uh, not, not i would never put those two things together i um, don't want to contemplate that but yeah steve says I-, I love the fact that we can talk about pre-op transsexuals on the radio yeah, without fear of complaints that's really interesting because i wonder like because obviously today that really has moved on i thought about that point you can't because you you actually can't but i think it moved to a point where you couldn't because they were so mocked they're so downtrodden like they were like the yeah. lowest of the, like, you wouldn't talk about transgender then it moved to a point where you could talk about them but take the piss a bit now it's like moved to a point where you can't take the piss at all which is right you know but you can't you 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 could not do that this show that they did that we're reviewing today it's just so offensive (laughs) Just... Yeah, it's to get it's a gay offense, it's offensive to gay, the gay community, the transgender community, probably bisexuals yeah. in some way, monkeys. They're not, well, no, not I don't you know them, what I like though. There was a there was an interview talking about like GAY and that sort of thing. And and I was reading this article, it was just um Daniel Craig had an interview with some it was a podcast. Yeah, yeah, he said he liked to go to gay bars. Yeah, and I was like, I'm so glad that obviously I'm I, I consider you know a heterosexual person, but it was i used to go i love going to gay clubs anyway because you know a lot of my friends are are gay and i and even if they were i probably would still go because he's so right you you do get rid of that riffraff and you know the violence and i've been to like you know nightclubs there's been punch-ups and arguments and you're just like oh what what is the fun in that you know like it's not enjoyable for anyone and if you are going there to you know you you most of the time you're with friends you just want to have an innocent good time and you know have some shots and dance and you know if you meet someone so be it yeah and, and there uh, are a lot of straight women as he makes this point like he says it's it kind of goes through and says that those are the reasons then he kind of says actually it's because it, and there's a, there are a lot of straight women at gay clubs like you can get with straight, but uh i i've been to i like going to gay pubs and clubs as well i don't yeah. go now but you know all right i've got a ticket i've got a couple of tickets to britney do you want to come no, I've got, I've got, uh, I've got um, I'm doing some wood chopping then. You wouldn't Just be great. Because I'm this. so butch. <laughs> so butch. And you don't like going out so very late as well. No, I do not. We'll not be seeing Britney at GAY or otherwise. I did find it funny where he says, what's your name? Paolo. Where years later, and actually this kind of comes back, years later, Carl would go on to meet uh, 
a gay gentleman in Brazil called Paulo, and they slag off uh, Sky One. An idiot abroad was then shown on Sky One. I know, but they slag off all the channels and all the things. So oh, I don't, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They didn't really slag them off to it because they're slagging off everything. It's like they slag off XFM, you know, to more than anyone. And they're working yeah, there true. at the time. You know? <laughs> that's true. Um, I always remember your uh, family was sort of doing all right if you had Sky One yeah, back in the day because it, it was satellite, wasn't it? Satellite telly. Yeah, I don't know. What was, the, what was the transition? It was like terrestrial, cable, satellite. No, there was no that, cable, are they the same cable thing? for us. Cable is cable in America is the kind of uh, thing we call satellite. They don't use satellite; they use cable. Oh, okay, so they probably do use satellites for something. But we had Sky TV, which started in about nineteen ninety one or nineteen ninety, and uh, with the football contract and things like that. And it, it was it was panned at first. No one watched it. It's going to collapse, and it's only the football that saved it. And then now it's like huge. Spike, I don't think anything know. now, but I was, it was, I remember like a school friend and he'd always come around our house just Did to you? watch the wrestling on Sky One. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? It was just, oh, it was just the wrestling, like to watch, you know, I rock, rock. That is the worst. I cannot understand the wrestling. I had friends who are into Do you wrestling. watch boxing? They loved it. I watch a bit of, like there was a very big fight this week and I watched the highlights yeah I was interested in it but I'm not a, I wouldn't know watch the undercard you know which is the the, the amateur fighters fighting before like, I'm not that into I'd never go to one a boxing match but yeah it's it's I like the big fights I watch the highlights yeah. so I I really like the idea I really want to get into boxing like both as a sport and as a as like oh, you a should for, so fitness is, for I'd fitness love it I'd love to beat the shit out of someone I do get which rookies is- when he's yeah. in series one and he does he did the fight, I do get the oh, it's just that ah, yeah, yeah, it's in series two actually. But um, so did you watch any of the fight that's just been? Because if no. you want to get into boxing, well, why not? I thought if you want to get into boxing, I thought you'd have watched that. <sighs> I don't know. Like, it just... would have came up on everyone's. Like, I do think it's really list. exciting. I do, I knew I knew off it, but and I love watching I love watching boxing films. I, I like Rocky and you know um, uh, Rage and Bull and everything like that. They're, they're brilliant films. On their right. And I like the fact that it's always about the boxing fight is about really everything but the boxing match because it's about how your external life is projected inside the ring. You know, all those feelings and emotions that get tied up in what is quite a raw expression of primitive mm. state yeah. of being, isn't it? It is. But I like afterwards, they often embrace and hug. Which is weird to see. They didn't on this fight actually, but definitely embrace <laughs> like it's just there's the rules, and it's like you you go into another like almost another universe where you are punching the shit out of them, and you want to knock them out, spark out, and then suddenly as soon as it's over, back into this universe, and you're kind of yeah. in the thing. And all the build up to fights is like you know they do the weigh-ins and things, and they always stand, and they always like this often, and some of it is it's not put on. But they do hate each other, but they kind of have these brawls at the weigh-ins and they have to get people in between them. And they love that because of the publicity. And so there's so much hate, hate, hate. As soon as the boxing match is over, they embrace the crowd. They didn't actually. Is it, is it about is it about hate though? Do you have to actually have to wind yourself up enough to like go, oh, yeah, when I, I get in this? Yeah, I think that's it. You wind yourself up to get to kind of, you know, you're trying to knock these people out, like. Yeah, it's dangerous. Oh, me and you should have a charity detail spinners boxer match. Oh, okay. Well, we're gonna, or maybe, well, this little uh, we could do it in your flat. I don't mind. We could do it in your flat. (laughs) See, I've got all the boxes in the way. (laughs) (laughs) Have Um, you eaten the crisps? No, no, no. I I got another box delivered. I was getting, (laughs) do you know what I like about when you get a box? You know, when it was so Gary ordered all these crisps, um, and uh. 
What I like yeah. about and they're like boxes. You get a pack of what a box of twenty four, well, even four, more than forty eight. Forty eight. That's mental. But what I like is you know when you that, that, sorry, the, there is a the, box of twenty four. Yeah, the maximum. How's that? But like I like the sort of cut out circle shape. Do you remember like that in a in a pub? And you'd like feed it oh, out. Oh yeah. And you put your hand in like a dice like and... a chimp. Chimp yeah, trying to get out. Hey, on Sky One, you got um. There was Kirsty home videos which they reference, and I remember wah, once. Wah, right? wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I don't even get that. That's I remember so one year at uh, Christmas. You know, every uh, every teenager goes through quite a seedy period. Period, and I was like, Oh, Mom, I could I have a um? Can I have a Kirsty calendar? Calendar, please. Oh, that's all right. I had a Spice Girls one. <laughs> No, but Spice Girls is at least decent, incredible. Hey, have you watched that Spice Girls documentary on Channel Maybe 4 Spice. yet? No, I haven't. No, you said, you smiled, messaged me, said, if you're, if you're up for some 90s vibes, so you should check out this documentary. But I haven't, yeah. I haven't actually done it yet. But I love that the Spice Girls were, they were part of Britpop. Like, they are part of it, whether people they like are it or Britpop. not. They are yeah. part, of, they are part, well, they're part, they are part but they, of it. Honestly, the documentary is fascinating. If you, if you like the Spice Girls or if you have any interest in that period of history, because it does get to more sort of deeper sort of social, political, kind of things but what they did for feminism and empowerment of like everyone whoever you were no whoever you identified re- yeah. with yeah and and like how that was like a precursor to like me too because it was like you you take on so many of your ideologies when you're younger and you put them into your pra- into practice when you can even become an activist or you just it's just how you express yourself and your identity and they were such huge role models so i don't know why i just i just have such a renew i had a respect for them anyway but like the hassle like when they talk about um when they were all sort of single and everyone loved them when they were single then they started having babies and they got s- slagged off because they were either like yeah either single mums or having you're just like fuck off like they're the, the uh, way yeah. so glad the press has changed i mean it's, pre- it's changed maybe for in a worse way but i do feel at least we've got rid of the sort of scummy tabloidy showbiz no celeb no. gossip do you not think no that's 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 still with us i'm i can tell you yeah, now, but people have much more over. ownership over it don't they oh, i'm not sure about that i don't know i think people still get um violated or uh, exploited i think it still goes on in in the in the fringes of sort of you get those tabloid tabloid culture is still here it's just the tabloids aren't read by as, by as many people because it's more online, you know. So you still get your gossip. I've, I've mm. on Twitter, you know, you see sort of gossipy stuff. We, we don't follow anyone like that who says that, but you still get bits. You just get people posting, I oh, look at this, it's, it's ridiculous. It's just you know, so sad, isn't it? Well, yeah, it is sad. But they, Spice Girls were great. Role model, they gave girls confidence. That's That's what you need. Yeah, because so all the bands at that time were the the male bands apart from Elastica. Mm. You know, they're male, male, male. And then there were some, you know, they came along. Whoever thought of that idea, I think it was Simon, not Simon Cow, but the other one, Simon. Simon. Oh, oh, is this? Uh, yeah, Simon, it's Simon something. A, come up. I mean, he must be a bit almost. A he is a bit. He's like. Huge. But I bet he earns more than Simon Cowell. He's worth yeah. But yeah, to come up with that idea, just to put like, and we'll give them a name and be like different spices and like different like names. And it's so it's so clever. And now now that's kind of done, been done a few times since. But they were they were trailblazers, really. Their music was really good. Some of it, it was great. It, I, it's no, fantastic. but like what they were singing about, like they would they sort of said, you know, um, in the documentary, like we didn't want to sing about you know relationships being downbeat and girls being sad about in you know, not being relationship. It was all about no i'm with yeah. my mates and we're having fun and we're gonna go out and we're gonna have a fucking good time and, and know, as I for thought... me yeah uh, you'll see <laughs>
<laughs> Why do you sound like some sort of weird drag act? I did it in a car. No, when I, Who was your spice? Like, baby. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think baby. at the time I was ginger. But now I'm posh. I, I do think. like ginger. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Why, why but I just, I got remote. They did that whole, re when they did that reunion thing for the London Olympics in the black cabs and they all go around, they're going around a union chat. I'm not a patriotic though. I do like all of that. No, it was. It, it, it was a fantastic ceremony and that they were part of it. Yeah. Do you know, I was there when Posh Spice met David Beckham. I was in the, I was in the same building. Well, you were in the, in same the same bed or? No, no, they didn't meet in bed. They're not that, she's not that <laughs> forward. But, um, I went to the football match at which the Spice Girls were at in an no Old Trafford, way. the Manchester United match. Just randomly, I've only seen Manchester United apart from when they're playing Watford. My dad got tickets from some guys doing work for, and yeah, we were there. And that was the actual oh match. God. Man United, Sheffield Wednesday. Wow. 90, I do have such a respect for Beckham as well. I think Beckham is a thoroughly decent yeah, bloke, great. and I, I like him a lot. Did you the see though, when, he didn't, when he didn't get when he didn't get a knighthood though? He was really like the thing because he came out. Who like, wants a knighthood though? It's he's saying no, but he was saying you, yeah, fucking the fucking load of cunts or stuff oh, like really? that. You know, like, yeah, he's, he wouldn't expect it, but he was really pissed off because they didn't give him one. But um, he would get one of it. But yeah, he's he's a good guy. Yeah, overall, as a footballer, fantastic and, he and underrated. Um, Beckham though, like the the like uh, Victoria, like the fact that she's doing. Her fashion line was like award winning and just so much focus and drive, all of them. And they've all had really mixed careers since then. And uh but they are a money making machine though, Posh and Beck. Uh, but they're such a good brand, Posh and Beck. People still they call are, them but you've got to you've got you to be call... able to do it well. Like it's not good luck. Oh, they to did them. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, good good luck to them. All right, good, good luck, luck to, to uh Victoria and David Beckham. That's the show. <laughs> a, toast. Uh, a toast. A toast to Victoria. Yes. <laughs> chin chin. An October toast. Um, um, move on. Let's so return we... back to the show. Like we know, obviously, the street that Steve's parents grew up in, or he grew up in, sorry, Ooh. is is Gay's Street. Gay's Street. Yeah, I think that's yeah. quite well well documented by this stage, isn't it? I, think I did so. look that up. I, I've looked up some funny place names as well. Oh, go I've on. Done, I've, really, I've really done prep <laughs> this week. Are you pretty impressed? I have. Okay, yeah. so these, these aren't naughty ones. These are just, okay, there's a place called Boring in Oregon. I think we should broadcast from there. Live show. <laughs> um, accident. Maryland. Accident. Accident. And the, okay, this one. This is in New Mexico. The the name of the town is Truth or Consequences. No way. That's the, that's the town. Sandy Balls. <laughs> Apparently Scratchy Bottom. I don't believe these ones, but the, those first three were true. There's uh, Upper Thong and Hell and Kill. I know this place called hell. Yeah. I was um, quite, li I feel like I'm living in hell most days. All right. Yeah. Right now, um, listening to this. Shit yeah. I'll <laughs> tell you what, if I lived in a comical town, I would happily broadcast that to everyone. Well, yeah, but you don't want I mean, no one knows you know? where Ipswich, no one knows where Ipswich is. When I went to union, they're like, where? Yeah. I was like, Ipswich Ripper, prostitute murders, fattest man in uh, England. God, you went to uni know quite late. So, yeah. Right. Murderer, I know, I know I the murders. I yeah. know the murders. Fattest man in England. He he was there, 
Uh, he's now lost all of the weight. So he's that fat and lazy. He can't even he maintain died. a record. He can't he even died. maintain a record for being fat and lazy anymore. That, that was my joke. I had one joke that I wrote for myself. That was my show. joke. I, I wrote No, it's my joke. It wasn't your joke. I didn't write it. The joke was, um, the uh, see, the fattest man in Britain has uh, died last week. Um, on the plus side, he has lost a lot of weight. It doesn't work now because we've just been talking about it. I canned it. I was like, no, that's If what, you like... Um, if you if you, if you want like a bit that, more of Gary's stand up, then go go over to Patreon where there are loads more shows. And apologies, um, we have had a little bit of a break, uh, everyone, um, because I've I've been well, busy both, and Gary's on study, yeah. so it's been a bit of a pain in the a. So, but do head over there, do support the podcast anyway, even if it's just if a you want. rate and review. No, not if you want. Go over there and do it now. Oh, well, he's stern. He's turned on me. <laughs> turned on you and he's turned on me, audience. He's turned on everyone. So um, one comment about this is, when they're talking about Ricky and technology, I mean, first it made me laugh because it just reminded me of you. It's like, my phone couldn't do that. My phone, I actually yeah, had to spell it out. Yeah, WC. But what, I still can't believe What does he, he mean? But what does, what, what okay, does he I mean? I know what he means. I'll tell you. He had it on predictive text. So I've thought about this over the years. Because so, I thought, well, I don't understand why you wouldn't. Because you can't spell W you used... unless it was... D- double, as in the the no, word. No, the word. That's what he's saying. He wrote out the word double, and then oh. let you because he's on predictive text. And I remember it was like you won predictive text, and you didn't kind of know anything else. You either were the one who one of the you know, two camps. One who used predictive text, one who didn't. And predictive text, yeah. You all you need to do is toggle to non-predictive text. But oh, yeah, right. that's what he meant. Okay. He was on W. So WC one isn't a word, so he couldn't have got that. that that's definitely what he meant. But it does age the show because. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, even as someone who's bad at technology would know how to do WC. Yeah. Well, I mean, it wouldn't even be an issue. We've all got keyboards on. Them. No, okay, that's good. That's cleared that particular one up for me because I was always just like, why are you? No, no, it doesn't. But it I suppose it was still. quite um new tech. That was quite new actually. Predictive text having your first phone. What was your first phone? Uh, Nokia thirty three ten. Yeah, I think it's correct. a classic thirty three ten. Yeah, doing correct. So I'm telling you. How do you know? You can't. Well, because it's, it's going to be that, isn't it? It's going to yeah, be yeah. that. It's gonna it was. It's going to be that. No, I got my first phone about 2000, 2001. How old were you? About then? when people were getting 17, 16, 17. Oh, yes, yeah, 17, I think. Yeah, but you, for you, you got it when you were you were 12 or 13. I had um, you're, you're one of my first phones. I that what I had all those. That I, I always had like pass me downs when. Remember when mum or dad were getting like a, a renewal and you got the upgrade, you got the <laughs> upgrade to smart. I was like, yes. Here, here you go, phone. Mars. Here's a Nokia um, what twenty two ten. Yeah, I think that's pretty much all I've got on the show, apart from these two things. And I'll blitz through them. Obviously, we said Kyle and Kez, and I love that. That is his oh. favorite film. Like he's always said, like that's always one of those misquoted. Like what's Kyle's favorite film? You you go to say the Elephant Man, but then you revise it and you go, no, it's Kez. Yeah, and it's just. At Kez, for a lot of people, Bob Mortimer said this as well. Like his favorite film is Kez. Something it's a lovely about, film. It's very sweet. I couldn't get sweet. through it. Like I couldn't understand that. I'm pretty good of accents, but I found the accent so strong. Really? And, yeah, like they same with strong. like um Rat Catcher by Lynn Ramsey. I found it so impenetrable as a film. Like I mm. can understand a thick Glaswegian accent, you know, for the films of Trainspot and stuff. It's just like Well you should I'm not I don't mean this is No, strange. I do want to watch, watch it. it. But you like, should watch it with subtitles. Yeah. Uh, I but might then do I guess that, the actually. subtitles they might spell the words out as the it might still be confusing because Have you been watching Squid Games? Words. No, what is I've been going like, every time I go on Twitter to do a tweet that no one likes, um Squid Games <laughs> comes up. There's it's all this Squid Games stuff. What is this? I don't So Squid, Squid Games, Games is so it's a South Korean show and it's 
basically like in the same mold of Battle Royale or the Hunger Games, whereby a bunch of people fighting for a huge amount of money partake in these games called the Squid <laughs> to win a bunch of Squid. Um, just go to a restaurant. I love Squid, actually. Like, oh, like Calamari. Oh, I love Calamari. I, and, did you um, know I had um, um I went to this posh like once in my life like this really posh fish restaurant and there was squid ink in my um, yeah pasta or something. I said yeah oh, that was that, yeah nice, nice. Yeah. one of the few times you've been to a restaurant <laughs> yeah no I like restaurants but anyway, and um but yeah anyway they partake in these sort of survival games where they're pitted against each other and essentially if you win you go through to the next round and there's six games that you have to complete but if you lose any of the games you die in like really weird horrible ways like at the start they play a game of green light or red light which is a bit like no it's a bit like oh. um grandmother's footsteps or something like that where it's like um, know that. it's when someone's about. like at on the other side of the wall when they turn when they're facing the wall you can run but when they turn you've got to freeze right you know and I've, but yeah, yeah it's really well made like cinematography is like really fun and vibrant everyone's and sets are like hand built. it is but i don't get the, the fuss i mean i think I, I feel cheated in all honesty when i watch a netflix show i feel like netflix is what is the equivalent someone standing outside the waiter standing outside a restaurant with a menu and enticing you to come in is like hello my friend come into my restaurant uh, yeah, we have status entrees uh you, what would you want to drink? Wine? You like wine? And then you this go. This is Bulgarian you, restaurant. I don't know. I don't Bulgarian. know. But then you walk in and you just go, ah, oh, the interior is a bit drab. Food's a bit grey and flavourless. And you're like, that's because the good restaurants, they don't need to do that. If, if I know, they are but that's, standing at the door trying but to that's how I feel with the Netflix show. That's yeah. how I feel with Netflix. I feel cheated. Like I've been lied to because they're marketing so fucking good. But maybe do check it out just to be in on the conversation because I know you wouldn't have watched Bond or anything. Well, no, I'm not gonna. No, I'm not gonna be. I don't oh. want to be in on the conversation. Have conversations with myself, mate. All right, well, you live in your own little just, world. Just as interesting. Gary Stretch Turner. Gary Stretch Turner. We'll put that picture up of him because it's amazing. And um, yes, we'll, we'll now have a little break and then we will um, we'll come back with our favourite quotes. <laughs> And the angry woman <laughs> the angry woman recording, recording in progress. progress that's what she says when we start and um, we have started and we're back thank you for staying with us um what do you do in the break do you just put a bit of music or something for a, yeah there's a bit of music a little yeah. short bit of music do you let do you ever listen to the shows again or is it just me or no i do i did when we the, the competition came up and we had to we were looking for the best bits and then i came up with some best bits you didn't use okay, it it's just them. it's just important that we have a vigorous qa process We've yeah, got to yeah. make sure that we're standing up to, uh, you know, modern standards of podcasting. So, so anyway, thanks, guys. <laughs> oh, let's not, yeah. let's not mention that because, God, no, I would yeah. hate for anyone to listen Ooh. to the other podcasts about a similar subject area that may or may not have a more interesting concept. I don't know. It's, it's, may or may not have debatable. better presenters. They may or may have better presenters. They may or may have. Anyway, <laughs> they don't have this feature, which is... Our favourite clothes. Do. I bet they probably, probably do, do actually. They've probably, they probably got a jingle it for it and everything. Oh, for fuck. We tried a jingle over it and it didn't work. Yeah, people no said, what the fuck it. is that music? We 70 quid well spent. <laughs> yeah, I know. We canned it. Anyway, what's okay. your first one? Okay. But get your hat before we go. <laughs> um, do you prefer 
Nabs or tits? That was my third one. <laughs> and I've got a follow-up to that. What? What? Even Liza Minnelli's? Which Even I think is quite Minnelli's. a good title for the show, actually. Could be, yeah. Um, I, I like. I know we were talking about the gay chat, and we don't like. There is problems with it, but I just like. When, or the interior of, of someone yeah, else. Just, just that. Just it's yeah. such a weird thing to say as well. Like as a joke, it's just it's such it's so odd. <laughs> no, but just, I like it. I just. It's, I know. It's good. My next one is um. Does it whistle? That's my next one. So. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> You're taking termite because do you prefer knobs or tits? This was my third one. That's my fourth. Okay, well, Beckham's knocking them in. You'll be knocking That's my third. <laughs> oh, God. We, go, we don't usually cross over like this. This shows this shows the chemistry we've got. Do you know the what I mean? Chemistry, the chemistry. The other Antidipodean podcasts do not have a chemistry like that. Reek of chemistry. <laughs> okay, first one was easy. You gave them the answer. That was the easiest one I've ever had. Police. Police, yeah. That's good. Um, just how quickly he comes in. First of all, he's giving the answer. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's sort of um, dripping over himself deliberately. Yeah. Um, tall hats, flat hats. Nah, I just, I that's just like the way he says that. it. Tall hats, flat hats. <laughs> we did that and then about 400 of people that will know what's in one. it. I knew, I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> that is a read it out. Uh, I've, put, I've put it this way. Actually, it's a... Read it out, and then all, because he kind of goes all, all it's like all about four hundred people who know what's in, in it. it, and I put it without prepositions at the end. What about four hundred people know what's in it? He don't almost <laughs> he stalks like an idiot deliberately. He's very very yeah. Never mind Robin Hood. Let's rob Barclays. Well, my next one, as I was like on that theme, is I don't want to make a political point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to make a political point. I like that. This is, uh, you are going to have this, uh, and I don't care because I'm going to say it. You are right. One of the most stupid humans I have ever met. Well, get me in the book. Yeah, that's just. Say no more. Like, this, it works. Quotes best quotes. It's a, it's an actual joke. It's really funny. And Carl's a little bit proud of himself. So I always get a little fist bump when he gets like one up on Ricky and Steve because. Too much of the time, it's like like Ricky and Steve versus Carl, or yeah. or it's or it's Carl versus Steve, <laughs> and that that uh, yeah, well that's those are what, but that that on Carl versus Steve, Carl always gets the one up. Carl is the powerful one, like Steve <laughs> yeah, yeah. is the weak. Yeah, it's it's so it shows how anyone who doubts that Carl is a genuinely funny person who's not an idiot, they should listen. Uh, that is just it's so perfect, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Cock in the toilet. I just Cock don't know why. Toilet. We've done that between us a few times. Cock <laughs> in the toilet. <laughs> oh, it has to be this. This this is a contender for the name of the show as well. And obviously what we said for the podcast. But how do you spell that? Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't even put that in my favourite quotes because it's so like it had to, it transcends favourite quotes. It's like it's like on a level above anything. It's so it's so good. How do you spell that? It's just so good, like that whole sketch that even the... I can't tell if the drawing on the board is from the film or it's... uh, It's from the film. Okay. It's from the film. Oh, it's just so well done. It's so clever. It's so clever that he thought of that scene as well. Like, even knowing it, even though he's already seen it, you just think, well, he doesn't put the work in. You have to go back and rewatch and to see... There's quite a lot of back and forth between the teacher and him. He's had to write all of those lines, you know. And like, yeah, when he says, um, I'm sure that shows uh, he's a bit gay. Does he? Does, does, does he? he? Does he? Yeah, absolutely. I and anyway, I had can't be bothered. Um, but I'm not going to put that. In. I'm going to put in. Um, okay, this is one of my favourites. So, and I, I had the time when I 
I wanted this quote and I, all I just wanted for no particular reason, I just wanted to hear this quote. And I went through loads of shows to find out which show it was in. And I, I, I always struggled to find it because I couldn't remember where it is. But it's not it's not not profound in any way. I just love it. It's popping Garfunkel's. <laughs> just the way it's, it's popping Garfunkel's. Have some it's delicious just, sausage. Who's ever been? Like he's mentioned it a few times. Like it's Garfunkel's and the Aberdeen Angus Steakhouse. We know you've been. Have you ever been to Garfunkel's? I've been to Garfunkel's. Yeah. Why have you gone there? Out on Paddington. I, uh, I don't know. I can't remember. It's just. It's all right. That's all right. It? Yeah. It's just you know steak a bit overdone. <laughs> not not terrible. It's not a horrible place. I had um. I went to Burger and Lobster in London the other day. I've never had lobster before. Oh, and, I've uh, never had lobster. It's We're um, not lobster it, people. Well, really. it's it's very um profoundly True. fishy. Yeah, I'll very tell fishy, and it's it's a bit like um, it's a more robust crab somewhere more like it's like a fishy monkfish. That's the name of the show, a more robust crab. <laughs> Just put that, and no one will know what it means until they get to this point. <laughs> Who's that, Doctor Sayers? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, just like when he says there's a doctor. They oh, both preempt it. They're both. They're both kind of. You can say like... we meet in trees. So which tree house do you want to miss? But it makes me laugh because you know a lot of people are meeting in chat rooms. That's like the modern way of like meeting people. That is the way of meeting people nowadays. Yeah, right? even back, like, back more back of then, the yeah. only way. Yeah, back then that was early days. I mean, you're but... you're you're still on plenty of fish. If anyone's listening, and you want uh... off, I'm I'm actually not. I don't delete all my profiles. <laughs> I think all they were deleted Plen- on my behalf. Plenty of fish or poff, as I call it. Poff, yeah, us <laughs> us in the no call it. You know the ones who get loads of dates, which it is not me. Um, okay, <laughs> on that on that close to that subject, I love Steve's little. No, that was me. Yeah, where he says about the red how swollen and red out. You read, yeah. No, that's me. Um, that's Steve taking the piss out of himself. As a I'm, I'm not a linguist, but I pretty much think that's what happens. That's what happened. <laughs> that's what happened. It's the kind of tone, is it? This is not quite for. All it is is the beginning bit, and I'm going to try and do it. I've written it out how I think it's. Happened. It's on. just basically for the beginning word. Right, there is not an animal in the world. <laughs> right, there's not an animal. In, right, it's, listen, go back, listen. To that. He goes like literally. Right, right. There is not an animal in the world. Like he gets until he gets to the right because he's so like right. There is not an animal in the world. I love it. I could say I keep saying it, but there is not anyway. What, uh, what is your favourite quote? Do email in spinnerspodcast at gmail or tweet us at spinnerspodcast where there's lots of nonsense there and where we've got some of our correspondence for this week's XFM in the community. XFM in the community. Jingle. Jingle Um, So not not too much this week But just there's a couple of interesting things on Twitter That uh, I sort of post I want to share with you Gary And this was So I often just have like thoughts At usually two o'clock in the morning And and I I said um, I'm interested in finding out Would you like to see the XFM shows Embraced by the mainstream Is part of the appeal of the shows is that they're still relatively unheard of in the RSK canon. And we got some interesting thoughts, just oh, a few yeah, of them here. Joe Green says, I honestly want them to go mega mainstream so I can be one of those insufferably annoying people that say, yeah, but I liked mm. it when it was cool to like it. It's a good one. 
Ben says, I think Dick has said it best. Commiserations on not winning a Sony. I can't believe you didn't win. <laughs> Apart from your show's obvious oh, yeah, lack yeah, of yeah. quality and effort, etc., etc. We all know yeah. the quote. Uh, better luck next time. Joel Awesome says, I do like that these shows are somewhat hidden gems. There's a bit of snob- snobbery there, but I would love mm. more RSK content out there in the masses. Um, yeah. Daisy Harvey, longtime listener and uh, loyal Hi, Patreon, says, no, no, no. Gabriel Brown says they seem to have just the right amount of fans, enough to keep them alive and talked about, but not enough so they still remain quite obscure. Yeah, it's a very thoughtful set of answers. I like that. This... Even even Daisy's no, 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 it's kind of because she's like, yeah, she's making that point, but it's quite well-considered points that they're making. But it's I, one I of like... those, I do get it because it's like, you oh, want yeah. to be the only person and to cherish them and enjoy them. But at the same time, you hear all the time of people saying, like, we're lucky that we get to discuss them and we're friends, like, through them. So you do want to discuss yeah. it. But if too many people like them, it is quite nice to have something that you feel is yours and no one it can is. take it away from you. It is. And it's not that it's not everyone else's. It's kind of like, that's the thing about it. Like, if it was like a podcast about what well, I've used I often use what EastEnders would probably have more listeners, and it's an underground show, which means it limits the amount of listeners we'll ever get. Which you know, but we kind of like that because obviously, you know, we'd like more listeners. Any podcast would, but it's kind of nice that it's a certain level um, and not that high. Yeah. So I, I, I quite like it. Yeah, not very considered answers, guys. What? Well Traveling Blade says. Sorry, there's just a couple. Oh, Traveling Blade. Sorry. Yeah tricky one it does annoy me when people always quote the podcasts and and rgs when i know there's far funnier material from xfm but then i also like the fact that it's quite niche and then Stu says i actually like the fact that they're not mainstream ricky now being global it's nice for us original content fans to have something still to cherish in relatively small numbers the amount of little gems and one-liners too that make it into the mainstream stuff they did later and i think that's the big thing isn't it like XFM has kind of come into the mainstream, but via other avenues, you you know, you see it filter down into Ricky's work that he references in Afterlife and... Yeah, first kind of transition from that, from podcast, let's say apart from the podcast, but transition from away from audio, it was when he invited Carl backstage and filmed him. Like that was the first, like a lot of people had seen Carl and put him on the DVD as an extra. Oh yeah. That's kind of the. I I don't, can't think of anything like before that that was bad. But yeah, it's. Uh, I like Traveling Blades answer. It reminds me of people. It's frustrating when people who you say to them, "Oh, I think The Office is you know the best piece of art that's ever been on TV or or in any medium," and they're like, "Oh yeah, that's all right." Or they they're like, "Oh yeah, the dance, the dance," you know. Oh, and it's like, yeah. no, I know there's far funny. The dance is is hilarious, but it's like everyone knowing the the most knowable bits but they don't know that there's so much funnier i know so much more that's funny now people who don't really know about the podcast but have dipped dipped in a little bit might know stuff like horse in the house or something like that that's what they're always quote but we we all know there's there's um, that's great material itself but there's such so much better material absolutely but it's so hard as well to get people to like listen to the shows if you've got a friend and you go okay you really like ricky gervais pop 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 a little earphones on and listen to these and uh, (laughs) the cock in the toilet and uh, you'll listen to these but they just can't get them and i think it takes a particular sort of person to sit down and really devour them and but once you're hooked you're hooked 
you know, it was recently, you know, we, we had a tweet that performed very well when it was, it was mental health uh, awareness day. I just put something out there, you know, same for the good reason. It, these shows are cherished and, you know, people need them for their, to sustain their mental health, whether they've got, you know, depression, anxiety, or if it's just get to, to get to sleep or they've just, them, you know, yeah. to connect people. Like we've had stories of people getting married through the shows. Oh yeah. People, that Canadian you know, guy. Yeah, in Canada haven't... and Australia. Can you united those two people? It's and lovely. That, that's just amazing for a little little fan group. And it's important but... that we do sort of. I don't know. We're a podcast about the show, so we're always going to sort of overemphasize how great they are. But I think. Um, well, no, we. I it's... think we're fair. We're balanced. We're yeah, balanced, no, I think so. When it's not, yeah. you know. it is important. Like people do struggle with issues, and you've got to really, whatever tools are in your arsenal to help you to feel a bit normal feel like you can get through the day then they count for a hell of a lot and i think we yeah. should always remember that and particularly to go to sleep as well like that's my, yeah the way i've used it. yeah you yeah, have absolutely. trouble going to sleep don't you i do some nights yeah i don't sleep but it's been yeah. from that. you look great pointless. <laughs> yeah, thanks, uh, uh, so but, yeah, yeah. we we also do have an email good comments guys but, good comments yeah. by the way i like them Absolutely. This is from Meve Newman. Uh, Hi, Myers and Gary. I just wanted to let you know that I really enjoy listening to your podcast. I've been listening to the XFM shows for about four years now, and I've only recently discovered your podcasts and ended up listening to it all within about two weeks. (laughs) That's crazy. I'm 21. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm 21 and therefore don't really have anyone to talk about the XFM shows. I'm also from Ireland, so the trio aren't as big here, so I'd assume they'd be in England. Oh, when I started listening to the show, I never thought there would be such a devoted fan base all these years later as the show first aired only a year after I was born. Anyway, oh, just wanted to say it's really refreshing to hear people who are just as obsessed with the show as I am. It's nice to know that there are still people out there who drink milk out of saucers. Oh, <laughs> Cheers, me. That's great. Um, thank you so much. A lovely comment. I, I just can't believe you got through all our shows in two weeks. Does that what she means? Is she blitzed through yeah. the XFM shows in two weeks? Or she does so. she mean us? I think she means us with that. But okay, yeah. but that anyway, you know, that will have aged her. She's probably about thirty-two <laughs> now. Age, <laughs> year, year. Anything else? Now, yeah, one more. So Jack Bromfield, who is a friend of the podcast, Hello, on Jack. Thursday this week, he put on a pub quiz oh. in this pub in, in Hackney in London. And it was he all did, about Series 2. And we couldn't go. You couldn't yeah. go because you're lazy. Just, um, no, there was... I had proper reasons. <laughs> we weren't going to, but we both couldn't go. We both couldn't uh, Yeah, go. I had a friend's leaving to at work, so it was just a bit all bad timing, really, for us. I went on the Reddit thread and he posted some images and it looks like there was about easy, nearly 30 people there, which like pretty much wow. double his numbers that he did. So amazing. Work. And he posted this little um, status, which I want to share with everyone. We had a wicket time last night at the XFM pub quiz series two episodes one to 26. So there is going to be a part two, which uh, we will yeah. go to mm. was triple the amount of people as last time. So it was great to see this, all the same people from the last time coming back. There was some great quizzing and great prizes. I've attached the winning answer sheet and the prizes won on the night. So I've posted those on Twitter. Do, do check them out. They're great. It was so nice being amongst and meeting like-minded XFM listeners. There were five people that came on their own and four of them decided to make two teams of two. They all got right. on and have exchange numbers to go for a pint another time. And they said there'd be a team at the next pop quiz. The other guy on his own won a spot prize of a jug of beer and donated it to the team that had traveled all the way from Birkenhead just for the quiz how great is that it was it just felt like such positive vibes 
But what would you expect from this little community we're all a part of? I'll be doing the next quiz sometime in the new year, most likely mid-Jan. So keep an eye out for that. But yeah, play a record. And uh, I've got some Love of it. the some of the pub quiz names, which are great. Some of the team names. Okay. Uh, <laughs> educated in Ricky. Okay. Bat, Bat Hattie Chewed, sponsored by Electrolux. <laughs> okay. We could be your brother, Steve. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this quiz owes us a balmy summer's night. Okay. Um, <laughs> arbitrary team name. The Wheelie Bins. Colon then. Educate me. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's the useless cunts. What? Okay. Well, that's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These are all clever ones, you know, clever plays on words, and then you're just bang it out there. Just a few more. Paul Ince, that's great. Jack, you're muscly. The Blockshaw Road Boys. Sex with Noah. Shut up a Gervais. Dickie Anderson's third foot. Auntie Nora's all out of gas. And this is, this is, this is, I think this is my favourite. The, cog- the Congress Tarts. Yeah, that's good. The Congress Tarts, yeah. I think we'd go for something like Squiddy Patel's, you know, <laughs> yeah. hand, hand job. I don't know. It's like, I don't know. Uh, well, we're going to, we'll next, we'll be at the next one. We're going to make a team. Us two will be a team and then everyone can compete against us, see how they get on and we'll see God, we get Imagine on. if we lose that though. God, that would be bad. No. Um, <laughs> then they, they, they take over the podcast. That's it. Yeah. That's the thing. If they beat us, they take over. Jack's um, basically recently become a manager of pub in Hackney. I, I can't, oh, yeah. I can't remember the name of the pub, but anyway, he's basically offered us the cock tavern. I can, do you know any jokes about cocks? And uh, we are talking about the male bird. We're not, we're not talking about the... I, I'm, talking <laughs> the about, I'm talking about a really giant penis a, the size of a gi- <laughs> Throbbing penis. So yeah, anyway, he's become the manager of pub and he's basically offered us um, the space very kindly to do a live show, which is something that we've always uh, wanted to do since we started the podcast. So we're going to do a live, a live show to celebrate the XFM anniversary at yeah. some point this year, either in November and December. And uh, Jack, if you're listening, I will talk to you <laughs> separately. We'd say, yeah, but we would Jack. love to organise something with you. And I know he's up for it. So well, we uh, hopefully... thinking of a little Christmas show, weren't we? A little Christmas show. I would love to do a Christmas show, yeah. yeah. So we can it might be on a random. Together. Yeah, it might be on a random day. I think Monday's the best day for him. So keep, keep, keep all your Mondays safe until then. Keep all your yeah. clear calendars on a Monday. Just and we'll definitely post it. it on Twitter and we'll do make sure there's live announcements and podcasts so no one of course, misses out. Yeah. And um, you know, you can all come along and buy me and Gary um Aspals and a glass of house white wine respectively. Uh, uh, yeah, and I actually prefer the cheaper wine, so don't even don't worry about <laughs> getting the more expensive stuff. So used to it now. But that's our XFM community, Spinners Podcast at gmail.com or spinners podcast um on Twitter if you are interested uh, in contributing for future episodes and there's yeah. loads of exciting stuff we've got coming on our way like there's um we've got a famous actor friend i i've also been in touch with robin Ince, so i don't want to make any promises but i'm <laughs> hoping i'm Sorry, hoping to have robin like, Ince on the show like it, it's like i don't make it's like you just announce a million pound jackpot or something <laughs> give it a giveaway like, i don't want to make any promises about robin it would Ince be the million on. pound jackpot if you did come on the show but gary oh, for God's would. sake, Sorry, like, robin, don't, yeah, don't if, if if Gary turns up and he goes, I told you was he going to be here? 
You know I don't exactly. like him. <laughs> I might do that as a as a joke in the introduction. He's not going to remember that at all. No, I know. But, I mean, that's but, um, got to be one of the first few people in history that has ever been so dismissed like that. It's so yeah, horrible, well, isn't it? Probably it's just so. I don't uh, think I'd ever I'd do that. I'd in front of him and pointed at him like, yeah, I could never do. You that. know like, I don't like so, him. She said, "Oh wow, be, yeah, like unbelievable." And then he got on, and then he said afterwards, "Like, oh yeah, we started getting on when he, you know, when he got down." <laughs> Tell me the next know, time, remember his family dies, have a fight. Yeah. Oh my God. So Robin Ince, we've got another guy. Well, Daniel Sherman, we can say it, can't we? Daniel Sherman, so, yeah. Yeah, those are two we've got lined up. So they'll be on at some point, you know, we'll get them arranged. But the live show around the middle of December, and it'll be a Christmas special, is, is what yeah, we're thinking. Hopefully. Let's TBC that because I want to TBC. run it past Jack first. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, sure I don't know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not putting any dates. Don't seriously. Don't. We don't know what day, but just get pro- probably on a Monday, probably in December. Yeah. Um, Gary, we are going to wrap up because I'm bored of talking to you. Oh. Uh, so it is time now for the D Chart Spinners Library. This is the time of the week where. We both select a song that we like and we put a pop it into our little Spotify playlist, which is available in the description of the show, the show notes. So do you have a mm. song in mind, something that you've been listening to? Um oh, really? I, well, I was going to put, I don't want to put my heart will go on in. I think that's too much. That's a no. step too far. You have also already put in a Celine Dion song. Can I just have say I, that? Oh, right. Have I? Have I? Okay. Uh... Robbie Williams, of... Angels. I'll take that. Yeah, okay. Uh, can you sing it? Oh, wait. Do, I sit awake. Does an angel contemplate, contemplate my faith? Do they know places, places where we go? There we go. When we're gray and old. I feel like I'm going to play that, that at your funeral. I'm going to play that at your funeral. No, don't. That's a cliche song. You know what you're going to play with a funeral. It's don't look back in anger and then everyone can turn around at the end. Um, No, but uh, Rod, do you remember the first series of pop stars, which was the forerunner to X um, Factor and all of that? They all had to sing Angels. Yeah. And and, um, it's such a hard song to sing well. That's But they were just terrible, you know, obviously. Oh, God, I'll tell you what. Do you you know you're a big fan of Mama Cass? And um, yeah, oh, we both. And the. Play your own kind of music. music. Sing yeah, yeah, yeah. your own. Anyway, I was well, watching Free. I was watching Free Guy, which is a, a Fox 20th Century Fox action film with Ryan Reynolds in. And there's a moment in the film which is like a fist bump, you know, feel good moment. Yeah. And they played that fucking song. Oh, I don't believe because we were gonna we're gonna do that. We've already now like we wrote a sitcom and we wanted last... to. Yeah, yeah. sign so, off like so. Oh, someone's already had now. the same idea. Anyway, um, if we're doing a nineties trip, then if you're going to put in R W, then yeah. I'm going to put in Christina Aguilera, who controversial okay. opinion I think is better than Britney Spears. We're talking a lot Con- about Britney Spears. You were so, that's so camp then. I don't know why you didn't say it. <laughs> controversial opinion alert. <laughs> I, I I rate her better than Britney. Hi, Britney. Controversial <laughs> opinion. Miles and there he goes with this stereotypical humour that would not go down well in 2021. So I'm going to put in Genie in a Bottle. Okay, I'm a genie in a bottle. you got to rob okay. me the right way. you got to rob me. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm like I think, that. <laughs> I do not want to rob you the right <laughs> or wrong way. No, but, well, yeah, anyway. there, is, there is no right way you can rob me. But um, yeah, there is anyway, a right way I can be rubbed if you Those are those songs and they will be available in our playlist. So, so hang on, do we, does that mean they don't have to pay for them because we put them on the playlist? 
We post the well, link to the song. This well, is like they, Ricky explaining how, they, how I know phone we do, works. We've done this before. Like, yeah, W. So how, do you, you don't... I, I can't believe I actually have to explain. If you have a Spotify account, you can create a playlist and you can add songs to a playlist and make it public. I can then... Everyone right. can then access this playlist. So don't they, they don't have to pay for it, Spotify, to have this? You have to pay for Spotify because it's £10 oh, so a month. The, they have, so they have to have a Spotify account. Yes. Listen. Right. Okay. I can't. Okay. So okay. I would recommend getting a Spotify account so you can listen to. Oh no. Oasis. No, <laughs> nothing or, else. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. If you're a Patreon of ours, quit it and go join Spotify <laughs> instead. Anyway, so yeah, no, do join us on Patreon. I do highly recommend that. Um, mm. thanks everyone for listening. It's been, Thank it's you. been really enjoyable to be back for me. Um, I've really missed it on the podcast, and I think are we. We, ha- we haven't seen each other for ages, so it's nice to no, we talk obviously it... on the phone. Um, but it's yeah. nice to see you face to face. And I, I just yeah, I, I, let's just um, yes, I've got a missed call from Miles uh, yesterday at uh, twenty to one in the morning. That's okay, but, but he t- he only calls me that because he knows I'm uh, often I am up. So it's weird. It's I know weird, weird time. It's though. so that well, my girlfriend's away at the moment, so I'm a bit lonely. So girlfriend's away. <laughs> So I need to, I need to talk to people. Uh, okay. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, Gary, thank anything you. final words for you? Um, just you know, we're a brilliant show, and, and don't listen to any others that are similar. Yeah. That's it. You know, <laughs> that's all I want to say. Thanks, no, I'm, joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, but thank you. Thanks, everyone, for contributing. Please get in touch with us. And keep listening. We appreciate yeah. you. All that. Yeah. See you later. See you later.